This is The Real Good Podcast. My name is John Roebuck and with me is Blake Matter Eater Lad Curtis. <laughs> Hi guys. And Derek Armfall Off Boy Armstrong. This I'm ep- not even going to try that one. This is it. <laughs> They're both uh, uh, comic book characters. From Wonder Woman? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> but From they're, DC? They're both crap. Uh, I'm actually, I just Googled lamest comic book characters. So did you give yourself one? It's not my one? strongest intro. Did I'll you know. give yourself one? Uh, no, he doesn't have to. That's not part, to. That's not part of the deal. Right, and I get to be Superman. Uh, you're, you're, no, you're Blake Matter Eater Lad. No, Curtis. you get to be Superman and that's give nice yourself a good Thanks, one. <laughs> this episode is called Wonder Girl, and that's because we'll be. Did you hear that, guys? It's called Wonder Girl. Blake good, was I get interrupting it. Yeah, Sorry about that. Apologies. And that's because we'll be talking about Patty Jenkins's Wonder Woman, starring Gal Gadot. Uh, Are you sure you're saying that right? Yes, I am. I googled oh. it. Gadot. I got. I, I want to have it have the French spell, the French pronunciation, but there, I guess it doesn't. There was a um, a YouTube video which just had her name spoken uh, over and over again for about fifty seconds by different reporters <laughs> and herself, and then just had like flashing images of her. It's so uh, counterintuitive. I'm sure, isn't it? it's Gadot. Yeah. yeah, it is counterintuitive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's one strike against the movie. Yeah. Uh, who the wants only to go one first? I can think of. Who? Who? <laughs> we want you to go first. Because we saw it together, yeah. So kinda, we might be preventing you with the site, and it's like kind of my thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> I feel like you can go first, Blake, if you you're sass. Oh yeah. Well, like, why don't you go first? Well, uh, Derek and I saw this film together, and we kind of already knew what you thought. I really? Because you had told us, or you presented a review. I got maybe. at least one text from you. Yeah. What? I don't text you. <laughs> you did this one time to tell me what you thought of Wonder Woman. Did we bring it up in last week's podcast? No. You, yes, you mentioned that Gal Gadot was good in Wonder Woman. That's all you said. In the podcast? Yeah. Don't you listen to our podcast? <laughs> I, I actually did listen to the first half of this one, yeah. Uh, I just, my, Blake, you, you can't be stalling me. for any good reason, though, can you? I love it. I really like it. I knew you'd like it. <laughs> And how I did you know it? How did you? I love it unabashedly <laughs> and unreservedly. Yeah. Have, I just, have I watched the wrong movie? Yes. Fuck. <laughs> I'm going to have to go see it again. Aren't I? You don't have to. But like, otherwise Only if you want to enjoy yourself at the movies. Otherwise, I'm just not going to be able to get what everyone else is talking you about. You can see it later on a video. It was, it, but, like, I, it was really funny because when Derek and I saw it, he, Derek just like, we looked at each other and he was just like... I loved it. And I was like, yeah, I really dug it too. And he just shook my hand and it just felt like an alliance <laughs> that we were forming against you. <laughs> it was so the rest of the world. It was it's so good. Such good reviews. It's so good. I love it. Really? Yeah. I think it's great. What? I, 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 don't have, I don't have any complaints about it. Almost. almost. I don't I have almost no complaints about it. What would you give it, it? I have 10, some complaints. If you, could, if you had to score it. 10. You would give Wonder Woman 10. <laughs> Oh I wouldn't give it ten. God. I wouldn't give it ten. No, I, I have a couple of complaints. I, I well, I, I did. I do. I, I keep my star ratings on Letterboxd, and I gave it a five stars, which is which calculates to ten for us. I loved it. I loved that. That was great. What the hell? I thought you guys. I, I, I got emotional a couple times during. I, I got emotional. I, I thought you guys had had like at least one of you. I thought you'd like it. I've, yeah, I uh, like it. Uh, 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 but I've been like. Why did you so think I would con- like it? Because you like like uh, the stuff that's in it. You like girly like, things, Blake. <laughs> like like I think that you we the reason I like didn't like it is the stuff that I look for specifically. You know, like we like you you're sort of more about the human element and stuff. It had a lot mm. of that. Yeah, um, which is the reason I really liked it. And that's my fault with it is the bits that of it I didn't like is when it was a superhero film, like when well, she when she. It's a what, pretty damn good superhero film. I know, too, I know, but my point, my point is like the scenes when she when she got out of the trenches and she was there and she was like walking up to the Germans. I was like, all right, this is a bit. Much. That was my favorite scene. I know, and that's what's funny that we <laughs> talked about that. But for me, the quieter moments and the just the heart and soul of the 
the, what they were talking about. Can I, can I just do, really do a little bit of dramatic? I am the, just so dramatic thrown. interpretation <laughs> here. Can you, would you give me a, a dramatic interpretation moment? That's not what we're here to do, but that is what I am going to do. <laughs> Yeah, I love yeah, that yeah, shit. It was, good, it was yeah. she was great. And then she she gets was there, good. She was it. discovering her power. I love that moment. She's discovering what she can do. She's discovering her moral courage to take to to, to take this situation and unfuck it up, you know, and just be like, I'm gonna get in there and I'm gonna make this right. Well, I mean, she's going to she's going after the god of war, but but like she's got this moral courage. Mm. But yeah, okay. that is so she is just basic basically it, it's just it just knocks your socks off. I don't I don't know how anyone else mm. to say it. It's like she's like she's almost like a, a child in this that she's got this simplistic moral view of the world yep. that that is to her credit and that is so it is both naive and absolutely wonderful and strong and courageous. And I yeah. just was really moved and, by all and that. And I agree. I feel like it's the yeah. for me what I really liked about this film is it was touching on a point of when a child is growing up and, and they're just, they're, they're leaving the, the fantasies of, of Santa Claus and, and the tooth fairy and everything right. else. And, and they start to discover the, the evil in the world. And, and that was what was really, what I really liked, enjoyed seeing is her with these really strong belief system and it, and it getting challenged and, and, and and how she was able to draw people in around her, like that that bag of misfits that she had with her, oh, and how God, they kind of just... slowly believed in that. I really liked it, and and I and, I, and I said this to you as well. That the the guy from Train Spotting who's in this, you and Bremner, he yeah. he did he didn't have much, but he was really good. I feel like he stole the show I, a lot. I will me. say there was something left on the cutting room floor related to his character. My because... mouth is just open. Like... <laughs> Because so so, do you know? Do you remember how they had that whole stuff about how he's a sniper, but he can't take the shot. Yeah, that didn't really go anywhere. It was like kind of just left. So yeah. I think there was some some footage that got cut from that. But yeah, but it's okay. I don't care. Like this movie is impervious to any little details like that for me. I just was so wrapped up in it. I just I just adored it. I, and what I think what you said after the film is really poignant as well is that you were saying that you felt that it's a, a film that. In 2017, that's the type of film that we need right now. Yeah. I, if I said something like that, that sounds like a, a, a smart thing to have said. Like, no, yeah. uh, uh, but I, I don't remember saying that, but but I actually, I, I totally agree. I, I mean, thought it was so a, good. Well, I didn't, I, didn't wanna, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to steal your comment because I, I agreed with you, but I essentially, I think what you were saying yeah. is, is, is just kind of, especially because, you know, just believing in, in the goodness of other, other people, especially because there's a lot of shit going on and a lot of terrible stuff yeah, happening in the world absolutely. and a lot of corruption happening in the world that you were just saying, it, it, you know, this is kind of, we need something like this to invi- That's how I interpreted it. No, I think, yeah, I, think I, I think I did say something like that. I, to be honest, I was kind of walking on air and swimming in like, in like a fugue <laughs> state afterward. Like I, like I was really blown away by it. Look, look, there are, yes, there are some shaggy parts. There are some parts that are probably, like you could be d- done a little bit differently, but the overall, the overall, uh, impression of it was just so dominant for me that I can't really even nitpick at it. Wow. Yeah. Mm. I, I thought she, Gal Gadot, was oh. wonderful in it. No, Unbelievable. Yeah, Unbelievable. And, and I thought Chris Pine brought a lot of charm yeah. and charisma to his role. He was fantastic. Even though I have some issues with uh, how they, uh, what they did with his role. And I thought the rest of it was just so shoddy. Mm-hmm. Like badly paced. The, the, the skeleton of an amazing film was there. And I think everywhere they went was, was, uh, good place for the film to go but just so poorly executed in my, in my head like the opening was rushed um 
I thought uh, the. Did you like? You didn't like that sequence where they showed the backstory of all the gods? That was kind of like in that, like like a like a like a, a Renaissance painting come to life. I, I thought that was cool. I, I thought all the <laughs> the ideas were there, and I thought the the the. The progression of the narrative was, you know, spot on, but I just think what Patty Jenkins did with it all, it, it found felt like a crappy movie that just had this one amazing performance in it, and that's all it had really You, you don't think Chris, Chris Pine's performance was oh, amazing? Sorry, he was good. But yeah. you know my problem with that character? What he's about like the a, bad guy? I really love, I love him as well. David Thewlis. Oh, oh yeah. I, he, he's in Fargo currently as well. He but is just... That villain, just like there were three villains and none of them really did anything. Okay, so, oh, I so here's he, the I thing. I thought he was fantastic. I think what you, what you may be having a problem with is something that I, I acknowledge, which is this is not really that much different from, from every other superhero movie in its fundamental structure in you know the villain the villain monologuing at the end and trying to get the good good guy to come over to the bad side. Like there's so much stuff in there that we've seen before. It was just like a near perfect version of it. Like I don't even think that the action was shot that much differently than the way Zack Snyder would have shot it. But I just love the action sequences too. Like I love when she takes that town. I love when she goes into no man's land. I love the opening scene of the Amazons fighting the Germans. I thought that was it was like nothing I'd ever seen on film before. Like those those two types of combatants going at each other and them like kind of hurtling up in the air and shooting three arrows at once into people. Like that stuff Zack Snyder could have made that in 300. But and you know that was probably some of the stuff that was sort of good about 300 but for some reason something about the character of Wonder Woman and this setting and all the the details maybe it's Gal Gadot maybe it's Chris Pine maybe it's all of it together just left me feeling a, a renewed sense of hope for the whole superhero genre in general wow yeah and, and i i i think with that for me the set one of the things that i really enjoyed was the fish out of water concept and mm-hmm. that that's very much what she was and that's what really drew me in with that first battle um, when the the Germans were fighting the Amazon Amazonians, mm-hmm. is that how you say? It? Yeah. On the on the beach, and it just, it was really cool because I, when I was watching, I was like, I've never seen like a a battle from you know three hundred or or, or or Thor or Gladiator versus like guns, and that just kind of felt weird. And then they just took that idea further by taking a representation representative of that world into the bigger world yeah. and her being like, my world is the correct world. And then being like, no, our world is the correct world. And you never quite know, like, like either hot, like when they were riding on horseback and the guys were like, do you believe? I don't know if I believe I, at that point as an audience member, like, I was like, I don't know. I don't know if this God is going to turn up or not turn up, but either way I can believe it. Like they suspended my belief. And can enough. I tell you another reason why that, flies in the face of my own expectations for the film as well. I don't generally like superhero films where, you know, Superman being the one exception, but where the superhero is so otherworldly and so all-powerful. Like, I didn't dig the fact that Thor comes from another planet. I don't didn't dig certain... I had always thought, and this, this is a, a very... Um, uh, something I'm kind of ashamed to admit, that I didn't know very much about Wonder Woman's backstory at all, mm. which is kind of a, suggests more about the climate of Hollywood and the fact that we haven't been given a Wonder Woman movie before now. But I always thought that Wonder Woman was a person who was more like Batman, how that she had cool gadgets, like she had the lasso, she had the invisible jet, which we haven't seen yet, but I'm sure we'll see eventually. But but I didn't know that she had the powers that she had. So she's actually more like a Superman than she is like a Batman. Mm. She's a god. That kind of thing usually annoys the shit out of me in superhero movies. Didn't hear. Loved it. Mm. Bought right into the story. Hook, line, sinker. Mm. I felt... There was so much of it that just felt rushed to me. And I, I 
I could have seen an entire movie set on that Amazonian island and then it was already over before I was sort of really getting into the characters. And like I said, like even the characters that Connie Nielsen and Robin Wright played, I like I dug their performances but felt it just it all happened so quickly and that the whole movie for me was just rushing from one thing to the next. Oh, so you thought it was too fast. Way too fast. Which is funny because it's 2 hours and 20 minutes long. Yeah, and yeah. but like that's the thing I think like they could have done away with the at least that end uh, showdown with uh David Th- I did every every element of the film just felt super undercooked. I felt all like, all the elements were there for an amazing film, and I don't have a problem with any of the directions they really went, except for perhaps having three villains that didn't really do anything. But it all just to me, like I can't believe what I'm hearing. Mm. Like, I actually can't. Mm. I have to go see it again. Mm. Well, well, for what, me, sorry, yeah. Well, for me, I think what you touched on for me, you're 100 percent right. Is what really attracted me to it was the human element. And, and, you know, this whole concept of belief and what you choose to believe in and, and, you know, very much just being the change that you want to see in the world, all of that stuff, that really fascinated me. And even in, in, in comical moments when, when that just seemed to be at the core of it, like, you know, cause we are from Chris Pine's world and we understand that world. We understood why she couldn't be in that, you know, the, the the meeting and then we understood why she couldn't t- tell off the colonel but that didn't stop her no. a- and it's it's so interesting seeing rules that we probably in our world take as that's the standard rules and that, someone being like but why and let's challenge that and let's move that and then it's just like yeah what why why isn't she allowed to just talk to a general like that why isn't she allowed to be like you're pathetic and weak and her and, naivete was one of my oh, favorite things yeah, about her it was but that's, fascinating yeah, that's her. Yeah. like yeah. I just felt like there was this complete lack of consideration to the film. Like, even um, in, uh, like, it never really justified why she needed those, like, guys to go. Like, she's so powerful. And she gets this team of just, oh, the lamest, you're like. But uh, she didn't. She essentially only needed Chris Pine as a guide. And Chris Pine was just um, ignorant to how powerful she was. So she he, he built the team around. Her, not, Basically, not. they're they're going outside of the military law, so they yeah. have to they have to have a team of ragtag renegades. You know, I they found can't, that that team so oh, naff. Look, it was it was there. Yeah, clearly they said, well, let's have you know, I mean, they have a Native American guy, they have a Middle Eastern guy, and it they have like set up to a joke. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it's a little bit like that. The but Breakfast I Club is what I guess. I, I just thought that they had soul. I just thought they had dimension. I loved the the addition of the Native American character because it kind of one of the one of the things the films that this thing this. One of the things this film is doing that I was really impressed by was that how it was like putting back the guilt multiple generations back yeah. and basically saying, yeah, we're fighting the Kaiser right now, but, you know, white people did the same thing to to uh, Native Americans in, in America, and now we're just all on the same team, but that doesn't make it right. I mean, we, we've got to fight imperialism and tyranny, and I, it wasn't heavy-handed in the way they did it, but there was a real lot of white man taking responsibility for things that he's done. Even Chris Chris Pine in his final speech has said that. He said, maybe it is my fault. Maybe I'm to blame here, I'm gonna, but I'm going to do something about it. Mm. And it's like, this is a story about people doing something about problems that they see in the world. Yeah. yeah on the subject of Chris Pine's character, another issue, issue I took with it was how prominent his character was. And when you think about his female counterparts in movies like Spider-Man or Iron Man, like Pepper Potts yeah. or Mary Jane who are, you know, the love interest and they really don't have much of a um, um, uh, a role in defeating the bad guy. I mean, I guess in Iron Man 3, Pepper Potts does, but she is also a damsel in distress for most of that movie. Whereas Chris Pine, as soon as Wonder Woman leaves the island, he becomes a co-protagonist 
and um, dominates just as much screen time as her, uh, she does, and also plays you know very decisive roles in taking down the villain. And when she's having a um, uh, a crisis of uh, well, not faith, faith, but yeah, like yeah. he's the one that tells her to, to back up, and she only manages to overcome the uh, Ares, the the uh, antagonist, after he dies. So he's the thing that spurs her on to win. Mm. Yeah, I, look, but I wouldn't say I wouldn't. I don't know if co-protagonist. I don't know if they were the co-protagonist. He did definitely feature in a prominent way, in a lot more prominent way than those other characters that you mentioned definitely well, did. And, and it could, but yeah. I think that, for me, you point to flaws that I have with the superhero f- like f- formula th- than this film. And, and I would say a lot... One of my biggest issues with superhero films, pass and parcel, is that they don't flesh out a lot of this, the, the the ensemble cast that they have, whereas like Wonder Woman reminded me a bit more about of of the Dark Knight trilogy because I feel like in that trilogy, like one of the most prominent characters that I remember in the Dark Knight trilogy is the cop in the third one who is de- de- deciding whether he wants to fight or not. Is it Joseph Gordon Levitt or no 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 oh, the, the not- um, uh, Matthew Modine yes like the, the uh, police mm. chief yeah and so he's he's kind of barely in it but for me that meant. A lot like that meant a lot that that moment yeah. and, and and that's what I want to see more of in these films if you, if you are going to create this world or you're going to ask really profound questions like this everyone in the world needs to encompass that idea and, and I think that's what I really liked well, about it but I also just want to say quickly I think this film happened because DC are on their knees and mm. they had to, to take a risk, yeah. and so I think this is what will happen, or what should happen, when 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 a director or a writer or whoever it is that because we were talking about who was the force behind yeah, this who's film, the creative vision, yeah, whoever it was that they went to, I think that person was given the reins, and it was because of the the struggle that DC had found themselves in, and I hope that this is an example moving forward of of other people yeah, taking more too. of a risk on this but kind e- of stuff. Even within that, though, clearly they were de- hedging their bets to some degree. I mean, mm. I think that does explain Chris Pine's presence. I mean, not well, only... I mean, yeah. Not, yeah, now he makes... If, if if you view it as medicine to see a movie with a with a female superhero in the lead, then this helps the medicine go down. But also, you know, he's very familiar. He's Captain Kirk. You know, I mean, so there's no doubt that they said, well, we're going to help get put some extra butts in the seats for this. But, but I he's don't care. He well. was so... He's so he had a perfect combination of gravitas and humor. Like his line deliveries in this film, yeah, hilarious. But he's, he's pretty great hilarious. But yeah. he, you needed him as well because he was us. He had yeah. he had the question. He had the questions that the audience had, and if it was just her, we wouldn't understand as much about her or her world or her beliefs if we didn't have a character there to ask the questions on our 100%. behalf. Yep. I'm gonna have to go see this again. <laughs> and what do you think of like? It is flawed. I do want to. I do want to. Uh, and it's sort of. It's hard to point pinpoint. That I actually just felt like it was poorly made, um, in, in in the sense that like she wasn't. The editing rhythm was off. The pacing was off. Yeah, I thought the CGI was terrible. I agree with that on the CGI front, um, and I agree with a lot of what you're saying. It's funny though, when it like one of the films that I liken this to is. Um, Perks of being a wallflower, and the reasons I liken it to that it's is the because the second time you brought this up on the podcast, <laughs> I don't know why. I remember the but other time. I mm. well, the reason I'm bringing it up this time is I don't think that is a perfect film, but I think as you were saying, um, Derek, when you were saying that the the power behind the film is so strong that you don't nitpick 
on the individual mm-hmm. things. I don't think Wonder Woman or, or Perks of Being a Wallflower are uh, 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 perfect films by any stretch of the imagination. And I think Wonder Woman could have been a lot better as a film. Um, but I, I, I excuse it, as you said, because um, it, it presented questions that I was as an audience member, kind of asking myself. I think I also really, really like the period that it's set in. Like, I love the decision to have it be World War One for the entire film, not to have not to have thirty minutes to the end where she's meeting Superman and Batman. Well, and all that crap, apparently, you know? the next one's period as well. Wow. Uh, yeah, the sequel. Well, Patty, that's Patty, great. Patty like, Patty that's why I love. That's part of the reason why I really liked the first Captain America movie. Yeah. Is it takes place mostly in the past. I love the set design. I love the production design of it. I love the scene where she's trying on the different outfits and everything like that. All that stuff I thought was great. It was and when she's trying to get through the the revolving door, like with the sword. I mean it's just funny. It's just it's just absurd shit. And and Gal Gadot plays it perfectly. She's a she great does, physical yeah. comedian. She's a great she has a great presence. Like I was it, just floored by her. It, this is a person who came up as a as a model and really has been in Fast and the Furious movies and then not much Else. Do you know what's great about her character is it's like what we're talking about on the last podcast with strong female characters. Uh, she's an action uh, hero and she's a great character. And the fact that she's a woman is just—I uh, mean, she's called one woman, but it's sort of beside the she's point. Not she's called one woman, she, yeah, not in this film. She's just a, my point is <laughs> yeah. she's just a good character. Yeah, mm. she's not this this thing that we're talking about in the last episode, yeah, last podcast episode. She's not a strong female character, and that's all there is to it. Correct. She's got strength. Yeah. She's got you know empathy. She's got humor. She's just a good character, uh, and um, uh, and she just happens to be a woman. Yeah. Can I tell you my favorite character moment involving her, which which gets at kind of the complexity of her character, or how they're not afraid to show her feminine or maternal side. I love the moment when she sees the baby and she says, baby, and she runs up and starts cooing over the baby because they're like, you're like, wow, this is a badass, you know, Amazon fighter who's like the most powerful. She's a god. We know it. She's just reduced to jelly. But she's never seen a child before either. No, I don't think so. No, I don't think no, that's true. There's, yeah, because she lived on that island. Yeah, okay. She was the only child. All right, maybe that's true. But there was just something. <laughs> you pay attention when you watch movies. <laughs> it's important. But there's something about that. They weren't afraid to make her to make her feminine in that moment yeah. and to, to give yeah. her a maternal instinct and because yeah. they're not they're like the opposite of having a weak female character is not having a female character who has no feminine traits yeah. you know you still need to have those feminine traits in there and I love that they were willing to go with that too yeah. and, and then one of the other quieter moments that um, we haven't spoken about is when they were dancing and it started <sighs> snowing loved it and you know that was just a really quiet moment and again I think it's, it's, it's a moment where you kind of you just kind of see Two two humans falling in, in love and 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 as you were saying, it, it, it's like a, it, to create a, a strong character who's a woman. They should still be a woman, and and they shouldn't be because that's part of their identity well, as well. Definitely, like yeah. I think if they yeah went too far in the extreme, then it would almost become less her, you know her strength or her, her the uh, her badassness would mm, be yeah. uh, more ridiculous. Yeah, she's because she is a woman. Yeah. Um. Like and sorry. Like you've got to let the character breathe. Yeah. 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 Um. We'll move on to our top three. Yeah. Do you want to introduce it, Blakey? Uh, have you introduced the top three before? I don't know if I have. <laughs> well, I don't know if I can handle it. <laughs> for everything, mate. You'll, uh, uh, you'll get. You'll be all right. All right. Popping the cherry on the top three. <laughs> um. So top three. Uh. Female action characters. Characters. Yep. yep. You're no. running the show, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, which I like. I'm happy that we included the word. Um, so much crossover we have here. Yeah, action <laughs> film. Well, you know, there was there's stacks. There's yeah. well, I'm not stacks, but as Jozza said on the way here, that 
there should be more. And I, I actually think there's not stacks. When I was researching this, mm. just for a bit of inspiration, like they had um, people like um, Queen Amidala from Star Wars on, the, oh, on this yeah, list no, that I looked up. I'm like, she, she, that is... she, she held a blaster at one point, I think. Oh, yeah. But there, was, <laughs> there were some others that were just like, like they were really sort of clutching at straws. Yeah. And a lot of them weren't particularly good well, characters. I imagine we're going to have some crossover. Yeah. We'll we, see. We better, yeah. uh, for time's yeah. sake. So, Blakey, come on. Yeah. Um, my number three was Hit Girl from Kick Ass. Oh, nice oh, choice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I completely forgot about it. Great yeah. choice. She was fantastic. <laughs> I remember when. Um, I saw that film originally. I love she that film. she hit me for six. Like she was, I thought she was fantastic, and she's just she's just a badass and a, and a potty mouth and <sighs> kind of just uh, unapologetic in the way that she presented. Herself. She crushes a guy in a car and says, "What a douche." <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, you know, and I don't know if we've actually seen anyone like her since. And I, and I, I think no. there should be more more room for more flaws. Like just be unashamedly who you are and just put it out there. That's what I'm all about. Um, I'm sure this will be a very popular one in everyone's list is uh, Furiosa. Uh, She is... Not on mine. Wow. Whoa. Okay. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, she, Mad Max, just when she falls to her knees and just screams up, to the heavens, that moment alone is yeah. just interestingly so awesome. enough. The only part of that film that I don't like is that. I agree. Really? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Oh man, <laughs> that just. Although it's not the only part I don't like. Oh, <laughs> really? I love that. We'll get. We'll get. That's discussion. a whole other yeah. thing. Mm. Um, and then number one is just because I had a huge crush on her for years and years and years. Um, is the bride from Kill Bill, Uma Thurman? Wow, I thought Ripley was going to uh, feature in every everyone. Oh no, no, uh. no! The bride, the bride for me all the way. She's she's awesome. She's badass. She's well put together, and I found her very very attractive. I had a big crush on her for years and years and years as a teenage boy watching that watching the series. Not in a weird nice. way. <laughs> Well, we do have a crossover, but it's not the person I thought. My number three is also the bride. Um, badass, stylish. I, I love how she looks in that yellow suit, and she's she's got a good uh, knack for a quip. Uh, she's just she's awesome. Uh, my number two is Trinity from The Matrix, yep. Carrie Ann Moss. Um, just one of the one of the you know that movie's nearly twenty years old now, and I think she we have heard of responsible for the, the so many of the badass action w- women we've gotten the last 20 years that have been so many lesser films. Mm. Uh, and my number one is Sarah Connor. And oh, good one. The thing about Sarah Connor yeah. is that it, interesting is that she's a, a tough action chick, but she doesn't do it with her fists. Yeah, yeah. She's got guns, she's got smarts, and but she's super, you know, she's a, a, an immovable force that you wouldn't want to come up against. I and forgot about that one. She's That's got awesome. a strong, strong moral moral courage Great to her. pick. Yeah. Great pick, that one. I thought Ripley was going to be... Like, I know, I, I thought of Ripley and I yeah. just left her off because we talked about Alien last week, so I just... Ah, shit. I was all aliened out, I think. All right, well, number three <laughs> is Ripley. <Yeah. laughs> um, number two is... Yu Shu Lien, Michelle Yeoh from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Okay, I've seen it once. Which, incidentally, is my favourite love story in any movie I've ever seen. I really, really dig the love story between her and Chow Yun-Fat. Oh, nice. Yeah. And number one is Furiosa, obviously. Furiosa yeah. is just the best like female action character If of I had all thought time. of it, I probably would have considered it, but not over, <laughs> I don't think she would have made the she list. She is so good in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Charlize Theron is just amazing in Mad Max. It's because I just don't like Australian things. She, yeah, fair enough. Well, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she outshines Mad Max in that movie. Like, oh, yeah. yeah. So it's more her her film than yeah, he is, totally, really. Yeah. Yeah. And honourable mention. Mentioned Lara Croft, I think, as well. Oh, come. Are you kidding what? me? Are you, are you not kidding me? Uh, yeah. Those movies are <laughs> shit. <laughs> Who says it has to be from a movie? 
Uh, uh, this is a movie podcast. Well, I just think you know. I just think her character was a <laughs> <laughs> was a pioneer for a lot of people, and you know, there's a lot of uh, a lot of girls that I know that really idolize her. Well, no, that they, they they idolize her, and I think that she was a pioneer in kind of starting this movement, which I think is quite an interesting idea. She was a pioneer in hot pants, wasn't she? <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, she's gonna be maybe a good a good movie. I thought it was TV series. The Alicia Vikander one. Oh, yeah, Alicia sure. Vikander's playing her. Yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely a feature film. Oh, is it? Yeah. I thought there was talk of a TV series at one point. We'll never know. Uh, <laughs> most, most films are TV series these days and vice versa, so we'll have a chance of both probably. Okay, come on. Uh, who's gone first? Final thoughts on... What, what movie are we talking about? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, Derek. I don't have thoughts. any final thoughts other than that. I could not recommend it more highly. I think I said everything I wanted to say, so I'll just pass it over to Blake. Uh, it's funny. I feel like the more I pump up this film's ties, the less people are going to enjoy it. So don't listen to this podcast, but go see the movie. <laughs> I, I am so surprised that both of you liked it this much. Like, and it's my favorite film of the year so I, far. I went into it like with an open mind, and I just I I feel like I've seen a completely different film to the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. I thought the film was really bad, and I thought uh, Gal Gadot and Chris Pine were wonderful in it. And I really can't think of much else I liked about it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I'm going to have okay. to go You can again. be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it's so rare. Yeah. Uh, no, I'll go see it again maybe this weekend and then um, see if you guys are wrong. Uh, finish up? Yeah, why not? Finish up. This has been The Real Good Podcast. My name is John Roebuck. I want to say thanks, Blake Curtis. Has anyone noticed Judd puts a different outro voice on? Yeah, the, uh, the, uh, the outro <laughs> and the intro voice. I love uh, it. Hold on, you got to say uh, thanks, for, thanks, thanks, Blake Curtis. Thank you very much, John Roebuck. And thank you, Derek. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, for more uh, anything film, we've got uh, all sorts of clips. We just put up a um, really great video essay about David Fincher. Uh, it is good. Reviews. I watched that. It's that cool, was great. Yeah. Uh, there's reviews. There's um, short films. There's uh, there's there's other probably other stuff. Go to <laughs> realgood.com.au. That's real with two e's. Um, good two o's. Uh, good two <laughs> o's. Yeah. Uh, that's that's all we have time for. Thanks. Bye.